0: Welcome to the Date Night Movie Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Russell. With me is my co-host, Ashley Russell.
1: What up, peeps?
0: This is a show where each week, Ashley and I, we talk about a new movie that's playing in theaters, and then we break it down, whether we thought it was good or bad, and whether or not it would make for a good date movie. On this episode, we're talking about Onward. This is the latest animated feature from Pixar Studios, and it stars Chris Pratt and Tom Holland. The IMDb plot summary reads... Set in a suburban fantasy world, two teenage elf brothers embark on a quest to discover if there is still magic out there. This movie has an 84% on Rotten Tomatoes, and we saw this a little early. It hasn't officially opened yet, but it seems like it'll be a crowd pleaser.
1: Yeah, it's going to be a hit. Like
0: Yeah, like the other two dozen Pixar movies, you know? And uh, so in this film, we quickly establish that this is a magical fantasy world, not unlike Lord of the Rings where magic has slowly disappeared in favor of technological convenience. Yeah. Like, the movie establishes that it takes a lot of skill and effort to practice magic, and at a certain point, people are just like, eh, it's not worth the effort. Yeah, <laughs> well,
1: yeah, because people are inventing new things and new technology, and, like, the phone, you know, airplanes.
0: Instead of, like, conjuring a spell to fly somewhere, yeah, yeah you, you just get in a car. So... And so this movie, it establishes a world where the fantastical and the mundane kind of coexist side by side. Like, there's a character called the Manticore. Yeah. Voiced by Octavia Spencer, who is this giant, like, winged, fire-breathing beast who works at a Chuck E. Cheese
1: (laughs) type place. Well, well, yeah, she owns a restaurant.
0: And she's just, like, yeah, she's, like, bringing out orders to customers. So it's, yeah, it's that kind of mixture. And uh, we're introduced to the brothers Ian and Barley, who are voiced by Tom Holland and Chris Pratt. They live with their mom, voiced by uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus. I'm just now realizing, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, She did. Um, she's a Pixar alum. She was in uh, Bugs Life. She did a voice.
1: Oh, nice.
0: She's the female bug.
1: She's the female <laughs> whoever.
0: Bug. Yeah, whatever that character's name is. Yeah, so she's in this. And their dad died years ago. Yeah, Before the film starts, he's dead, I guess, presumably of some form of elf cancer. Yes. Not really specified, but we can assume that. Yeah. And as a result, Ian, he's never met his dad.
1: No, he was a bun in the oven when the dad passed away.
0: And this really eats away at him, uh, not knowing who his dad is. And so on his 16th birthday, he finds out that his dad left him a magical staff, along with a phoenix gem, which can be used to temporarily bring him back for one day. Yep. And so they try out this spell, but the gem doesn't totally work and they only bring back the bottom half of their dad, just the legs and the waist.
1: So the older brother tries the staff first. He doesn't, have the, magical he doesn't ability. have the magic bill. He doesn't have the magic bill. That's Barley.
0: That's Chris Pratt.
1: But Barley lives in this fantastical world where he still he, believes in magic. He still believes in magic and he still believes in the old ways. Yeah. And Ian just wants to be a kid. He wants to yeah. be normal.
0: He's got like kind of a chip on his shoulder. Yeah. Any sixteen year old.
1: And so he actually is the one that has the magical gift.
0: And so yeah, when the when it doesn't work, I think because of a faulty gem or, or whatever, it brings back the bottom half of the dad. And so they go on a quest to find another Phoenix gem to bring back the top half. To yeah. Bring back the rest of their dad. And so that just kind of sets up this, like, road trip sort of buddy movie, uh, where it's the two of them, along with, you know, their dad, who they put, like, a coat and hat on to yeah. make him look like a complete... Per- it's like Weekend at Bernie's a little it bit. It really
1: kind of is a little bit of Weekend. <laughs> a little bit
0: of Bernays, that. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, they're just, they're kind of set off to find this gem uh, to bring back their dad. And that's, I mean, I mean that's the movie. Uh, so, overall, what, what did you think of this film? I mean we're Pixar. We're both I know. Pixar. I We've talked about Pixar before. Big, we a big
1: Pixar fan. Yeah, we love them. I think I wasn't in the right state of mind for this movie to we've really had, kind of we we've, we've had a lot of things going on personally and I just I was not in the right state of mind to really take this Pixar movie in.
0: <laughs> to watch a kids movie on yeah. a Saturday afternoon. I yeah, I mean we're recording this in a hotel. I mean our home is being uh it's a construction zone right now.
1: Yeah. It's we had we had a flood like two weeks ago and they're they're fixing the floors.
0: Yeah, they had to dig up the floors and then this week they're putting the floors back in. So we're yeah, we're recording this in a hotel. Yeah, like when we saw this movie we had just kinda of stopped by the house and we'd like seen how the floors are looking. Yeah, <laughs> like kind everything's like, kinda of dug up yeah. and like there are fans everywhere, it looks terrible. So, yeah, we were kind of bringing some baggage in.
1: I had to get ready for um, yeah. a charity event, and I had to get ready in a formal evening gown within, like, 30 minutes.
0: So, yeah, it was a time crunch. We're just kind of squeezing <laughs> squeezing <laughs> this in. But that, all that aside, yeah. I mean, we still watched it. We still watched it. Like, we didn't fall asleep. We didn't fall asleep. <laughs> so. I, just,
1: I don't think it was the best one.
0: Sure, okay. What what didn't you like?
1: I, I thought barley Barley's character was annoying, Okay, I like really annoying. Like
0: interesting, voiced yeah. by Chris. Are you? I mean, you like Chris? I Pratt. I love
1: Chris Pratt. Yeah, but it, the character was annoying. He's to me. doing
0: a Chris Pratt-ish type character. It seems modeled kind of after the Chris Pratt persona.
1: Nah, no, I, I, well, I don't know. Just like
0: yeah, lovable, old, lovable goofball.
1: An older.
0: He's kind of like an uh, overgrown man child.
1: He's an overgrown man child. It's the Chris yes.
0: Pratt type. Yeah, it's but okay so you you thought he was annoying I actually I thought Ian uh, initially was a little more annoying than barley
1: well yeah because
0: Ian's I, always like whining like where's yeah. my daddy <laughs> barley is more of like the fun loving the fun
1: loving easy going yeah he's
0: got like a cool van
1: called Guinevere
0: yeah. <laughs> and yeah he's just he, mean, he loves life and he's jovial he's in a good he, like I said I, I
1: have to go see this movie again because I mean I looked over at you and you were crying and I've just got the scowl on my face <sighs> and it's not because of the movie
0: <laughs> I mean way, way to give my review away <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, but yeah it just a... didn't it just didn't touch me like inside out well sh-
0: sure but were you entertained yeah okay
1: Yeah, but I wasn't like... It it didn't move you. And I I feel like it should have. Because a lot of it is...
0: Well, it's dealing with daddy issues.
1: Yeah, I've got a ton of those.
0: Big time, yeah. I mean, you and me both. Uh, Dealing with a ton of daddy issues. And that's kind of woven in uh, right from the beginning. Right when he receives his magical staff. I mean, just the, the concept of like a dad who would leave this gift behind. Yeah. So he could be brought back to see how his kids turned out yeah is a pretty touching notion yeah I think and that's that's where the movie started to work for me emotionally and I I mean just that scene I got a little choked up and that's that's Pixar just you know putting in like the emotional foundation into their movies they don't they don't go for, like, cheap emotions. They, I mean, no, they build they it from really, the beginning. Yeah. And, they, and they work it all the way to the end. That
1: is one thing that they don't, I mean. This these is a are, great example of that. And these are, are, like, real emotions. It's not just, like, the regular love, you know, boy meets girl. We're it's dealing it, it's with
0: real feelings. Real yeah. feelings.
1: It's, like, you know. with loss. Loss. It's dealing with, the love, like, the love of brothers, love of family.
0: At one point, Barley, you know, they're having a heart-to-heart. And Barley talks about how, you know, towards the end, his dad, you know, he, he didn't look like himself anymore. Anymore. and towards the end he was too scared to go into the room to like say his final goodbyes yeah and that's something that kind of
1: haunted him haunted him yeah yeah.
0: and that's again that's that's heavy stuff for yeah. like a kids movie <laughs> and that's that's what makes Pixar movies better than kids movies they're I mean they're for everyone that's why we're talking about it yeah it's, it, it does get emotional but you're saying it didn't really work on you although when we talk about it you seem touched by it you just weren't touched by it when you were watching it yeah okay <laughs> what about you I thought this was a great movie. It's great entertainment. It's just a great example of what Pixar does, which is beautiful animation, a heartfelt story with a lot of humor and warmth. I mean, it's all there. I don't really have any nitpicks to to say to this other than like, it's intimidating how good they are. (laughs) It makes (laughs) me angry that like they can just crank out like these amazing pieces of entertainment.
1: Isn't there another Pixar movie coming out this year too?
0: This summer. Yeah, we have Soul. We saw a preview for that. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So, I
0: mean, I don't know what it's about, but I'm on board. It's Pixar. It's
1: Pixar, yeah.
0: Literally, yeah, I mean, we talked about this on our Toy Story 4 episode, but any Pixar movie, even if it's a sequel, even if it's like a car sequel, I'm down to see it because it's Pixar. But, like, an original Pixar movie is definitely something to get excited for. And, I mean, I've read some kind of muted underwhelmed reviews of this movie you know prior to seeing that and it kind of lowered my expectations a little bit like variety like owen Gleiberman, and variety called it like a product he's like it's a good product like it's entertaining but it's pure product <laughs> and i mean here i am like getting choked up all throughout like feeling moved i mean i don't know many products that can like move me to tears i guess
1: i feel that way you
0: felt like it was a product yeah interesting but what what about it made it feel like a product? not i'm
1: not sure like, there's something in there that just wasn't...
0: It felt too calculated? Yeah, maybe. I mean, it's, it, it is a calculated piece of manipulation. I mean, it's, it, it weaves in these daddy issues to give you, like, a big emotional payoff. You have this MacGuffin that sets the characters on a quest. But it, the, the way these elements are introduced and the way they're resolved, for me, was just very entertaining and just rich and rewarding. Yeah. And very satisfying. But I I guess I can understand looking at it like this is too schematic and calculated, I guess. It's so much fun.
1: I did I did like uh the mom.
0: Yeah, Julia. I, every character every character is pretty great yeah. and pretty essential to I'll, the film. I
1: want the manticore as a Funko Yeah, yeah. that'll be
0: uh, Yeah, the manticore played by Octavia Spencer. That's a great character. I mean, yeah. h- hilarious. The way she plays it is great. <laughs> it's so funny. And yeah, Julia Louis Dreyfus. You know, for for a moment towards the end, I'm thinking, man, she's kind of like underused this character. But she does get a great moment. She yeah. At the end, uh, yeah. For me, yeah. This was this was a home run. This is my favorite movie of the year so far.
1: Well, it is only March.
0: It's only March. <laughs> I mean, it's March first. I mean, let, let's just let's talk Pixar. Like, I mean, if if if, we, if we're talking Pixar, they have maybe like. Like five, like straight up masterpieces. Maybe they have like a whole group in the middle of like four star gems, and then they have maybe like three or four movies that are like eh, what a, are l- the a little one. Like Cars Two, Monsters University, and yeah. probably The Good Dinosaur. Yeah, I like The Good Dinosaur, but it's I mean it's yeah eh. it's whatever yeah. But, you know, at the very top, you know, you have, like, your Toy Story, your Incredibles. Monsters, Inc. You're up. Monsters,
1: Inc. kicked off Pixar. I
0: like Monsters, Inc. Well, technically, Toy Story kicked them off. I mean, Finding Nemo is in there. Um, Ratatouille, up. Oh, yeah. Uh, Inside Out, Coco. I mean, like, yeah, these... I guess I have more than five (laughs) masterpieces. But this is... For me, like, Onward is... It's in that group of, like, just, like, four-star gems. You know, I wouldn't... I wouldn't put it in, like, the tippy top, but it's comfortably in the middle. It's above a lot of the sequels. It's definitely above the Cars, right? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Above a lot of their sequels, above A Bug's Life. Um, but this, yeah, to me, this is a very satisfying, just gorgeous to watch Pixar movie. So is this a good date movie?
1: I think so. Yeah. I, I mean, Pixar is always a good date movie.
0: Uh, usually. I can't really think. I mean, Cars, maybe not. Maybe not Cars. Yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> But, but no,
1: I love, I mean, Pixar movies always, they're always adult in nature and.
0: You've got enough to appeal to adults. Yeah. For sure. And the kids uh, you, that were around there were, us. There were a couple of kids in the theater
1: yeah. that was like just yelling at the t- at the screen. I thought it was kind of cute.
0: Yeah. It's honestly, I mean, it's a great movie for anyone. I mean, date, family movie, whatever. Uh, by yourself. I mean, it's, it's a movie worth seeing. We'll take a quick break. When we come back, we'll get into spoilers for Onward. <laughs> All right, we're back, and we're going to get into some spoilers for Onward. There's not really a whole lot to spoil here. I guess most of the concluding action takes place during the climax. There is a curse involved with yes. bringing the dad back, and this summons up this awesome-looking dragon.
1: So, so yeah, so in order to get the gem, the the phoenix stone, the phoenix stone has a curse on it, yeah. not, like, the dad.
0: Somehow he gets the stone. Some sort of convoluted nonsense, he gets the stone. And then that brings this dragon. And this dragon forms itself off of, like, brick and metal. um, Like, off of, like, the road and, like, like buildings nearby. It's pretty cool looking. And it leads to this pretty awesome climax where this dragon is trying to get them. And the manticore kind of swoops in. And they're trying to do this... Do this the spell, spell, and bring back the dad in
1: with the mom on the manticore. That's back. right. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's gotta, riding. They yeah. team up.
0: She's riding the manticore.
1: Brings the curse breaker sword.
0: Right. There's a sword involved. <laughs> there's a whole lot of magical items involved. Okay. I mean, there's definitely like a quest structure to this movie. Yeah. Like, Got to find the item to defeat the thing. You have to have the magical power up, or there's a curse involved.
1: And then you have to have the the conflict between the two characters. So the brothers had a big conflict.
0: Oh, sure. Yeah, they have a falling. Well, that's what, yeah, that's what kind of separates them initially. Yeah. But, yeah, they they get the stone and they're, he says the the spell, but there's a big, like, a kind of emotional crescendo uh, where Ian kind of realizes, he has, like, this checklist going on about things he wants to do with dad when he sees him. And then as he's going through this checklist, he realizes that his older brother has been, like, a father figure to him. This yeah. entire time, and all the things that he wanted to do with dad, he's had sort of a dad-like figure with yeah. his brother, and he realizes that his brother never really had that because his brother lost his dad when yeah. he was really young, and so they just have like like five minutes or something left with dad, and so Ian gives those moments over to Barley so he can have a final goodbye with his dad, and you get this just beautiful moment where like Ian he's he's hiding behind a rock or something. He's not
1: hiding, he's trapped. Okay. but you can see <laughs> like
0: guess a dragon is trapping him or something and
1: well he, after they defeat the dragon the dragon like all the stuff that was the like dragon falls maybe, down
0: yeah it falls him. down
1: and it him him.
0: and there's yeah there's a great shot where he's like looking through like a crack in the rocks and like the sun is setting in the background yeah and barley's just having uh like a, a final goodbye with his dad on this hillside and it's beautiful and yeah. it's um yeah, I was it was pretty powerful. I was I was getting some tears going. I was I was keeping it together best I could. <laughs> it's a power it's a powerful crescendo to this film. I just yeah, this movie just totally worked for me. The way it, it wove in the fantasy and the comedy with the emotional payoff. Uh it's it's better than I've seen in, in a long time. Yeah. Um and I I'll, I'll put this higher than like Toy Story Four if for no other reason than it's a, an original. original yeah so wow. so yeah so that yeah that climax really worked for me there's some sort of like montage afterwards right like what happens with Ian do we remember
1: um Ian gets his friends
0: he gets his friends
1: yeah and he passes his driver's license
0: They're gonna say he drugs. passes his drug test <laughs> Uh, no,
1: because he had to, you know, he saved the school.
0: And we see the manticore doing something. She's the a, manticore she has a different is still, shop.
1: Well, no, she still has a restaurant, but she's. It's
0: a different kind of restaurant. It,
1: it's more of like a medieval times right. versus a Chuck E. Cheese. A little
0: more, a little more rock and roll.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but still doing what she wants to do, which yeah. is own a
0: restaurant. <laughs> and yeah, so it's. And uh, yeah, the it's,
1: mother's still dating the.
0: That's right. She's got. Dad. That's right. I forgot about him. Yeah, he's he's like a centaur.
1: He's a centaur, yeah.
0: And it's uh, some good stuff there. He has a couple of funny scenes.
1: He starts uh, running again.
0: Yeah, he's not going to take his car. Yeah, he's just going to ride. <laughs> it's, yeah, another good character, well used into the film. So yeah, what uh, what grade would you give this? I give it a B. Hmm. I give it an A. Well. What mm-hmm. What did you give Toy Story four? I forget. Like a a- minus. A minus. So you like Toy Story 4 more than this. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I, I, I love me some Toy Story 4. Beautiful film. Uh, but this one this one just had a little like more imagination.
1: I mean, maybe and then tugged this, on the heartstrings a little more. Maybe this movie is a little more more masculine.
0: Because it deals with brothers. It's possible. Mm-hmm. It's possible, yeah, this movie's appeal is more for dudes. Or young boys or whoever. Yeah. Than, but, I don't know, it's good storytelling. And good storytelling, I think, works for anyone.
1: Like, if it was maybe, you know, a brother, like, a brother and a sister, uh, you know, losing their mom, I think that would be...
0: That would tug at you a little more? Sure.
1: Maybe the same story, just...
0: Yeah. I mean, for me, it would work, I think, equally well. Um, But that's, um, But I I think that's about it.
1: I think I'd lose it if it was my mom, if it was, like, the mom...
0: Well, I, you know, I because I always do in movies. Well, and I I could be biased. I mean, I lost my dad two years ago to cancer, so I mean this this whole having one last day to spend with dad subplot it it may have played harder for me than it would for someone who hasn't recently lost their dad. Um, but that's yeah. I mean that's that's a subplot that I'm I definitely responded to. Yeah. And. um you know again if you have daddy issues bring bring bring, bring it some Linux. tissues <laughs> that's onward directed by dan scanlon you can find more episodes at anchor.fm slash movie date night as well as on spotify and apple Podcasts. we're on twitter at dn movie podcast and you can also email us at date night at gmail.com until next time i'm patrick
1: and i'm ashley
0: thanks for listening